March 1st, 2003, it's the Watt from Pedro Show.
Thank <laughs> you. 
show March 1 2003 version Um, only had one uh, radio show in February because uh, a lot of circumstance right brother Matt yeah equipment failed on us we had uh, time and conflicts and I got another month tour starts April 1st so we're going to try to do some many shows as we can before that I have to uh, get another hard drive up to the site work folks because we have Uh used up all the space but there's this uh, pad run by Vietnamese cats in Orange County that sells uh, scuzzies for uh, Econo Uh and so I get like 18 gigger 40 bucks that's good for 100 shows oh cool I think we're up to 40 or something now wow have to have the 50th anniversary show soon yeah we'll probably (laughs) have to tour huh and um, but it's glad to be back here. Now we have different setup and stuff, so there might be some clams blown. Yeah, brother Matt, CD uh, thing. So we got these like boxy units here. Got a turntable. We got iPod. So and we got another little desk. Yeah, different desk. microphones. I don't have the silver, so my voice has different quality. That's why I'm I'm on the Sennheiser one that uh, usually brother Matt's on. 
speaking of which, Germans or German accent, that was, um, uh, was it Bidner? Big Red, White, yeah, and Bidner. Blue's Birding Penis cover band. <laughs> Bidner, Martinic, Bidner slash Martinic, 7-inch. Uh, where Raymond Pettibone did the art. Yeah, classic cover. Yeah. And a song called This Is Not My Government, which uh, kind of relates to uh, two we opened up with John Coltrane with Peace on Earth. Yeah, but uh, don't be totally down because hopefully we can always vote the lame governments out. That's cool. So it, Tommy Jefferson said something. Uh, citizens, no, government afraid of the citizens is democracy citizens afraid of the government is tyranny Tom so uh, more guys like Tom some old saying there maybe some <laughs> food for chomping thoughts for chomping up um, last night you know I don't go to many gigs oh by the way that John Coltrane was from his last tour in Japan 1966 and because uh, you can tell a little different than U.S. gig because when he's done playing, there's huge amounts of applause. You, you listen to those Coltrane uh, live things like the Vanguard. So like, it's trippy how you get uh, underappreciated sometime in your own neck of the woods. And cats from other parts uh, kind of pick up on it. And then when you finally do get along around to recognizing uh, – you know, folks from your parts, I think they're dead. Yeah, jazz and blues guys know that story good. Lots, huh? <laughs> Got to wait, and, and but it's in painting too a lot of the times, yeah, right? Yeah, Hardly artists. anybody in their own lifetime. Yeah, writers. Yeah, it's like um, familiarity breeds contempt or something. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I don't go out to a lot of gigs, except the ones I play. By the way, I'm playing two tonight. Sid Straw's in town. You know her brother, man? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, she's in town. David Thomas had this thing that Wasco went to last oh. week. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. At UCLA, yeah. where I was in San Francisco, so I couldn't see Yeah, we see were here it. doing a little Wasco and Pete. Well, that would have been a great thing. Yeah, but he told me he got messed up. Uh, his, his copy did. Yeah, because we, we didn't have this other CD player. He had a little kid, uh, Toy. Like Walkman thing. Okay. Kind of funky. So um, David Thomas was curating this thing where he uh, did all kinds of things, but one of them was... Uh, Reunite Rocket from the Tombs. Of course, the leader, Peter Laffner, died in the 70s and stuff a long time ago, but uh, Dick Lloyd from television took his place. And uh, there was Perubu, too, I think. Charlie from Pixies. Sid was part of this. So she's in town. She's going to play McCabe's Night. She got Don Bonebreak on drums, and she asked me to do some songs. And then that's Santa Monica, and then I got the Banyan gig later, and Charles Owens is going to be on the sax. No Nels, he's up in SF, so oh. it's going to be a scary band gig. But that's an OC, so I got long distances oh, on the 405. Right, yeah. right after the show uh, today, uh, I got Prack with my second man. Prack it every day. I'm ready for the tour. It looks like Pete can do the first six weeks. He could get off from the cat food place. Uh-huh. But the last two weeks, uh, Paul Rossler, oh, cool. which I had the band Criminy, which was just yeah. organ and bass. Keyboard, and he's going to play Pete's organ for the last two weeks. So, his last time, I think it was five weeks in four weeks, and Tom Watson did the last four weeks mm-hmm. for Pete. 
and we couldn't really play the songs from the new stuff, but this way we can. And Paul mm-hmm. will come on board. I guess we'll be the, the sort of second man. Uh. <laughs> right. In fact, I might have to do that for the fall when the record comes out because Pete can only get one. He's going to try and quit in February next mm-hmm. year, but this is one of his daughters will be old enough not to have child support. And he can, he's going to get a power book and Pro Tools. I mean, he really, this man's been playing wedding bands for many years and stuff, but I think he really wants to give music a push. Ooh. I mean, the music is all through him anyway, but he, uh. I mean, as an endeavor, mm-hmm. I think he's been at this cat food thing for 18, 20 years or something. Yeah, So he wants a push, you know, and his wife, uh, Liliana, a big uh, pop star in the old Yugoslavia. And uh, she's itching to play, too. She's had her baby, little oh, Tony cool. and stuff. So they both want to get into music and stuff. But he won't be able to tour with me again in the fall when the record comes out. And I don't think Jerry can either because he might have to go f- for a little while full-time oh. at the Longshorns. So, uh-huh. so I'm going to have to have... <laughs> sort of happened to me with the opera mm-hmm. where the guys I recorded with couldn't really tour with me right away. So... Maybe Paul and another cat on drums, and uh, they'll be totally Soldier Second Mint. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then I'll tour again this spring, of course. I'm going to get a few tours out of this record and stuff. And Pete can rejoin me in cool little and stuff, and I can get back to my have my Pedro guys, because I like having a Pedro band a lot. Uh-huh. But it is very sweet of Paul and other folks who do come and play with me and give me their all. I'm very lucky that way. I was telling you earlier about today, March 1. If it was three years ago, it would be Leap, year, leap Day, uh, February 29, and it's the anniversary of when that fucking infection uh, exploded in me. And I found myself on an ambulance up to county, and they had cut on me. Almost died. It was an intense thing. And when I, I did think about a lot this morning peddling. I was telling you how it's weird when the brain wants to like forget it, but it can't forget it because it's scarred on you, it's branded in you, and so they thought we're coming up. And the only way I could kind of think of balancing it was gratitude thoughts, you know, saying, "Okay, I went through that, whatever, but I'm here to pedal, I'm here to mm-hmm. plug the bass, here to do what Pedro shows, brother Matt." So I'm a lucky man, and so I can't let this stuff overwhelm me and stuff. But one of the things that kind of overwhelm you, I mean, it's hard and really, really hard and hurting, hurting, hurting. And you think, well, it's over. Why can't you forget it? Well, I think there's kind of a fear that it's going to come back on you. I think that's one of the fears. Sort of like when I was younger with the knees coming out before the surgeries and stuff. That, well, when's it going to happen again? You know, it's not like, oh, it's done with and I dealt with that. It's like, whoa, this is going to happen again and I know what it feels like. And so this stuff can weigh on you so I try to balance out with these gratitude thoughts about potential that's afforded to me by still being in the ring and giving it another toss. Yeah, shift the perspectives. And being a, uh, <clears throat> still a contender to get some work done, you know, before I get the curtain call. <laughs> and then I got work with my pop, the man, D. Boone, and stuff. So, mm. you know, it would be just different. Yeah, duty you, you see. what else <laughs> a different dimension but <laughs> right now in this dimension I'm gra- grateful so getting back to last night and about how I don't go to many gigs I did go to a gig 
last week I was in San Francisco, you know, doing those Banyan gigs. And I look in the paper there, and, uh, whoa, look who's playing it. Bimbo's is Marshall Ball. I've been playing her stuff. She's on a player I like from Texas. And uh, she's on at the same time, and she's over on the North Shore, and I'm here in the Mission. There's no way I can go see her. So I was kind of bummed. Then I come back to town. You seen her before? And, uh, yeah. no. And, uh, I, I get, uh, LA Weekly, and, whoa, look this, she's in Long Beach. In fact, she's like blocks from Raymond's studio. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, me and Raymond go there last night, and, and this place, the Blue, Blue Cafe, you know, downtown Long Beach, and, uh, kind of strange for us. We're, for a change, kind of the younger people. There's all the middle-aged kind of single scene and god it was packed the gills and crummy sound system in a way uh there's nothing like the recordings i heard you know but i got in as close as we could and watched her and heard as much she's got a really strong voice too the band was kind of bogart i don't know uh, could have been better but it still was really neat i mean this lady can play it's like this kind of uh bluesy thing uh, but uh, kind of with the Gulf Mexico uh-huh. kind of stop like a uh, cool. Cajun cool uh, long hair thing yeah which I remember as a boy the only one really kind of doing that was Dr. John uh-huh. you know so that's what it kind of reminded me of man she was jamming you know uh, I have to admit I haven't yeah, Not really uh, new, uh, kind of new to p- piano or just keyboard mm-hmm. piano, you know, because I played so much with guitar players and all this stuff. But now with the uh, second man, Oregon, you know, I'm getting more of appreciation. I'm, re- I'm really getting into, almost wanting to try to learn it, you know, because they got a bass on the left hand, you know, and it's it's kind of a one man band kind of instrument. That's why I think if you play with the keyboard, you got to be really careful with how you compose your parts and stuff. And, uh-huh. Stuff I'm trying to experiment with the segment here. It's trippy too because we're you know we're going over songs that are about that incident three years ago. So it's just I'm keeping it totally living. We're much past the hell. I did that on the last tour, so we're in the purgatory, paradise parts, you know. But it's still trippy playing this thing like this. So that last night, that was uh, kind of trippy, you know. I have to say, you know, crowds, people packed up and touching on you and feeling on you and manhandling you. Just not into it, man. Uh, and then after this sad thing with the Chicago Stampede and this uh, oh, man. Rhode Island thing, and people act weird in crowds, mm-hmm. you know. You want a lot of people at your gigs, right, especially if you're playing. Mm-hmm. But, man, it, it's, it's, it's scary. Uh, even uh, a couple of weeks ago was a, a march in Hollywood. I didn't get to talk about that because we didn't have a show. Yeah, but yeah, the big Me and Raymond went down to that and uh, Philo. And, and there was a part, you know, the police, you know, made the route, so it was all serpentine and stuff, you uh-huh. know. And there was parts where there's no other uh, side streets. So we're all channeled in there, man, and, uh, you know, it was there for a good cause and all this stuff. I was feeling very uncomfortable, you know. What if, uh, police uh, horse you know whatever pepper spray you know where do I go you know I'm looking for the aisle my pop you know trained me as a boy always 
think of the Bravo, you know, got a plan B, you know, and so I'm thinking, man, what's our Bravo here? What are we going to do, Raymond, if things go crazy? Because mm. there's, you know, the street's all full, forward, back, on the sides, and there's no side streets. How are we going to run if something gets mm. out of hand? So uh, it ended up peaceful and stuff like this, and there's a lot of cats, much more than the one I went in September. And uh, a different makeup of folks, too. It was a lot more younger people, and uh, not maybe as ethnic as last time, which, you know, I kind of liked to be an ethnic. It was trippy, yeah. too, with the older people, you know, mm-hmm. like 60s people and stuff. But it was good, too, to see uh, young people and a lot of families, people with their kids and stuff like this, because uh, you can understand uh, people trying to paint the whole thing, uh-huh. you know, with us or against us kind of thing, which uh-huh. is what what's this about, you yeah. know, to, thought it was democracy like this and um, a lot of conflicting signals you know which is probably always going to be the case so that's why I think you got to be have a critical mind and sort mm. through the stuff and be choosy and just don't take it I've had people tell me you know oh they, they these folks in charge of weapons have a, a, a private information we're not privy to and so I put my trust in them and stuff and almost secret government kind of thing and just, oh, Mr. Wizard, you know, take care. But I don't know if the cats started the land really had that in mind because maybe it was kind of tried with the kings and queen kind of thing and came up short. So we're going to try another way. Mm. So uh, people want to get all traditional and conservative with the old-fashioned things. Let's remember some of those old-fashioned ideas like yeah. this. And, Patriots. Uh, yeah. Right, there's a, n- a new one, right? Act two. Uh, I think so. That's even heavier. And see how they get they can kind of slip this under you if you don't have the critical mind thing on because they're using words mm. that are supposedly standing for things of those true? original ideas, right? That mm. Farmers yeah, kind of took up. Uh, things against <laughs> it's funny about war huh the working men on this side and the working men on the other side kill each other off by these bosses on top you know, they have a gentleman's agreement when they think they've had enough or something. So, God I wish we could uh, see through this thing but uh, yeah, Marsha Ball had a, a letter on her website and which was interesting too because uh, who would think you know, uh, but she's saying, you know, half the cats here are under 15, and which is speaking like a mom, right? Thinking about kids and stuff. And the way they're glamorizing uh, military and war now, you know, it, one of the things you do is you dehumanize people you're going to lay waste on, you know. And I'm not trying to give make any simple answers or anything like this, but it's a heavy thing, it's not a game. It's not a football game, yeah, something like this. There's consequences. Remember, that's the law of karma, really, cause and effect. So, uh, us U.S. people should think about this. We should uh, also not. I don't know. Uh, it's really easy to uh, get angry at people not from this land because uh, they might have other thoughts and stuff. And all of a sudden, it turns into these. Uh, what appears to me like machismo kind of things and uh, questioning other lands' uh, manliness because they don't want to get on board. and Pygmies. Yeah, <laughs> right. And what's being done with the French people and the German people? They're being 
called all these names. Yeah. Even Canadian guys. And anybody, you know, what, what is this? It's, it's, it's just kind of arrogant a little bit. Yeah. And I know uh, deep down that's not the nature of the people because we're a land kind of made up of other peoples. Mm. <laughs> we shouldn't forget. Yeah. We're all related to these cats somewhere uh, down the line. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I hate to go on and on about this. You probably want to hear me uh, play music and stuff like this, but it's a, it's a trippy time. Yeah, and yeah, they put a lot of money putting all these soldiers and ships, planes and over there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like we can't back out, right? And so it's all, everybody's saying it's got to happen. It's got to happen. But why? Yeah. You know, why? Why? And sure, we spend a lot of money. It's very expensive like this. But it's probably going to be even more money if we go for it. And, and this clown over there, you know, maybe one we helped. That's something to put in or something. Whatever. Not to get in that. That's another funny thing about inquiry. You know, people don't really. They put you in a. They say this is the situation. This is the moment. And just decide. <laughs> they don't like to review too much about how we got there. So maybe we don't do this yeah, in the future. Like but people asking questions. <laughs> you got to understand when I, I talk about this stuff, it doesn't mean I'm trying to give support to this cat. Because, Jesus. Yeah, nothing wrong with He's a a clown, you know. He's more more than a clown. He's a torturer and herder of people and stuff like this. And uh, it's a a nasty, nasty situation. So we just think about uh, decisions that are made to see uh, if uh, we're incubating new ones Mm. or whatever, you know. Use all our resource to try to make it a better place. And there's more ways to do it, I think, than. Weapons, killing. No, it's bizarre kind of time. But then uh, I think every generation gets presented with all kinds of trippy things like this. So they're probably not new. I mean, I've been reading a lot about Bosch. Got a Bosch book, and uh, this guy, you know, 1450 to 1520 or something. This. 1515 or something. And so uh, many hundreds of years ago, but uh, man, you know, you're thinking, well, in some ways, the human condition hasn't changed all that much. And then you see, like, one of his last paintings, uh, Temptation of St. Anthony, and the guy is literally learning how to stare at nothing. <laughs> you know, maybe one of these little things that are unthreading on him, these weird things, right? animal parts and machine parts and he's just trying you know he's, here he is in a sackcloth strange look on his face and, uh, strange backgrounds on those paints too it's just everything is str- very strange and Hieronymus Bosch <laughs> and Dante you know it's weird how I've got, had this uh, medieval and a preoccupation in some ways. But, uh, well, let's get back some music here. Here's uh, something from New York. Uh, Mad Happy. Watt from Pedro Show. What can I say? Today was a day and a half. 
And I just had to laugh When I woke up this morning Took a deep breath And said a little prayer To remind me That I'm a simple man Things that I thought That I knew Turn out not to be true Now I ask you What's the poor boy to do?
That was Tugboat by Devin Hoff. That's a song he wrote for me. He's Nels Klein's uh, bass player in the Nels Klein Singers, and he came to the show and gave me that um, CD, which is very nice of him. Before that, we had The Moan by this Ohio group that I saw for Slater Kinney with Raymond. God, it was his ankle was so swollen he couldn't stand up. It was hurting Raymond. He's much better now, though. They were called the Black Keys. And that was a song off their seven-inch called "The Moan," and uh, it was trippy talking to them. They didn't know much about this, like English uh, '60s thing with playing the blues, because it reminded me a lot about that. And so, and you know, with the young people, of course, yeah, they're very excited about it, but they don't have a lot of knowledge about it, which probably makes it really fresh for them. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing, probably. And we started out with "Heartbreaking World" by Matt Happy. Yeah, that's trippy. Kind of sound like Bowie, Mike Hill. Okay, we're at the end of the first hour of March 1st, 2003. Watt from Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour two. March 1st, 2003. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
a certain understanding that enters into our eyes. But words get in the way of everything I try to say.
You have the mic up? Yes, yeah, there we go. Whoops. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Pilot air. Where's your mic? Oh, it's way over there. Brother Matt had to move it. Anyway, that was the resistance here. Some English uh, new wave, maybe? 1979. Yeah. The size of the pistols. With uh, Say No to the Macho. Before that, Silver Lake's own listing ship with, a, I think it's a demo of uh, Sleep of the Beloved. Uh, they want me to play bass on their thing, so I hope I have time and creative juices enough to do it. Anyway, uh, very proud to introduce Senor Brother Matt, Hermano Matt, on the brand new, brand new to us, uh, Wheels of spinnery. Yeah, so Brother Matt Spin Cycle. Take, take it. it.
choose that you ask. Are you ready? Hey.
be a misnomer to say that they're dead, although they appear to be dead. Dead. stumbled across a way of doing uh, what I've tried to do in the laboratory. Oh, my God. 
experiments do not die. And it would be a misnomer to say that they're dead, although they appear to be dead. This particular rat started to breathe on his own and try to get off the table after about an hour. So that was a, that was a successful experiment. Thank you.
Thank you very much, Brother Matt, cool. for another edition Thank of the you. Spin Cycle. Thank you. All right. Here's the West Coast Modern Day Punk Rock Orchestra, Watt from Pedro Show. can be smart and smooth I can be cautious I can be in control thoughtful and kind but I can also be coarse and cruel and crazy foolish and amazingly enough all of these things all at one time and it feels rather right must be like living in Belgrade two different sides in one place but both looking out of one face where conflict shouldn't be made Torn apart Just like in Belgrade We seem to be built this way With two sides opposing And they live on from day to day With hardly a word Sometimes the boundaries get distorted And we find that our two sides have resorted To a war With a lust to destroy That's simply absurd And it's making me mad Just like the people in Belgrade Fighting a war to decide A conflict that's really inside That shouldn't even be had Just like in Belgrade 
can the answer be? What is the question? How can we coexist within or without? Like in Belgrade
Yeah, about a date. Well, things got crazy busy and I had to work so late. Asshole's kind of strong, but I guess I've been a jerk. Still give me one more chance and I swear I'll make this work. I'll say I love you. I'll say I need you. Never deceive you. I'll always be there. I never won't care. So if you will share. from Pedro show that was kind of a crapshoot session uh, <laughs> set of songs there you know I was at that DIY con- conference a month back and uh, people flowed me some uh, CDs so uh, I just went for it and that there was the prototype with death an instrumental interpretation of death. 
<laughs> I guess. And uh, let's see. Before that was uh, Noodle Muffin <laughs> with the money shot. <laughs> that was funny. And Joel uh, Pelletier before that with Belgrade, or Belgrade, he says it both ways. Uh, apologies to anybody living there. I don't know what his point was to say like everything's <laughs> screwed up like you're there. <laughs> you know, so... I didn't really listen to these. I just went for it. Sometimes I want to roll the dice, and you, the listeners, have to pay the price. <laughs> no, you know. I did hear the first song of that set, which was the West Coast Punk Rock Orchestra, although I never heard that song. I didn't know it was that short. This really only had the core of it. The San Diego Cats, Jovi, put the whole thing together, and Matt and Rick. Me and Nels played on the other two songs, but... We didn't play on that one. That was called Take the Nail to Him. Uh, end of the second hour here, Watt from Pedro Show. Hang tight for hour three, March 1st, 2003 edition. Uh, hour three of the March 1st, 2003 version of the Watt from Pedro Show. Here's part 23 of the Fourth Tower of Inverness. As we look in on the old Victorian mansion of Inverness, we see Meanie Eenie and Chief Wampum sitting out on the bank by the fish pond, twirling their toes in the water and discussing the weather. Tell me, Chief Wampum, <laughs> have you ever tried directing a hailstorm with your fingertips? Oh, you mean like the great yoga Mirarepa? No, no, but a good friend of mine, a splendid yogi, could direct lightning bolts with his fingers. Oh. Yes, he could give someone, how you say, hot pants, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he was a real devil, you see. Did you ever try walking on water? Oh, no, not, not really. That takes special feats, you see. I, I've tried only in the bathtub. How did you do? No good. It is very practical after bathing to stand upon the water as it descends into the hole, you see. You mean because of the scum? Yes, because of the scum, you see. The, the water descends, the scum clings to the hairs on my ankles, you see. So in this way, I am able to, uh, how you say, be above it. Oh, tell me, Chief. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the progress of our young man, Jack Flanders? Uh, all wisdom can be stated in two lines. What is done for you, allow it to be done. What you must do yourself, make sure you do it. You if see. I were younger and more agile, I too would be there by his side, sword in hand, whacking off the heads of demons and ogres galore. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I think you would be a good match for them. Oh, what do you mean by that, Chief? Well, I mean that uh, you are afraid of nothing. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even afraid of that. When I was a little girl, I was a real runt. Mm. You know what that is, Chief? Very small. Yeah. And because I was a runt, the mean kids used to pick on me. And pick on me, pick on me, pick on me. But while they picked on me, I was learning patience and one-pointedness of mind. Ah, uh, teachers come in many disguises. That's so true. When I was ready, I took them all on and I laid them all out. <laughs> Nigel, come here. Whoop! 
Sammy! Yeah! <laughs> Billy! Rock! Hey, kaboom! <laughs> yeah, that's taught in my finger, too! <laughs> oh, Nini, Nini, it is not healthy to that. It's just thought, you know. Oh, I was a real toughie! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, a real toughie. Whenever anyone called me a runt, I just fix my eyes on them. And the next thing they knew, I'd be standing on their chest, smiling down at them. <laughs> oh, I see how you received your name, yes, no? Oh, yes, yes. But finally I gave it up and became a woman. Ah, <gasps> yes, a woman. Oh, it was when I first met Frederick. <laughs> ah, Frederick. I was sweet 16. <laughs> Ah, yes. You see, he was a kind of a runt, too. Oh, I see. I was tired of beating up people, and it was good to meet someone my own size. I see. Oh, we fell in love, Frederick and me. Yes, yes. Oh, my favorite dance was the tango. Tango, yes. Ta-dun-tun-tun, we would dance all night. Ta-dun-tun-tun. Yes, all night, yes. The two of us across the ballroom floor. Da -da -da -da. Ah, yes. Everyone else would stop. The floor would soon become empty as they all stood back amazed, breathless, awestruck. They had never before seen such a tango as performed by two teenage runts. <laughs> oh, oh he really cut up the floor. La Cucaracha was my favorite. La Cucaracha, La Cucaracha. Da -dun -dun -dun. It means little cockroach. There's something I've been wanting to ask you. Would you care to tango? Da -da Can I lead? So I lead. Da -da oh, all right. Da -da Shall we dance? Da -da -da -da. I want to know about the dragon. Da -da oh, the dragon. Oh, let me borrow your cigar. I'm leading. Well, you could have just asked for it, you know. Mm, this is very, very good. I can see what that Castro has there. Meanie, Eeny, we saw the tracks from your five-speed Italian pedal master going into the cave. Oh, that! I was curious. Watch this dip! Fantastic. Well, by the way it looked, it seemed that the dragon came out while you were still in the cave. Yep, it did. You aren't friends with it or something, are you? No, but you see, when I went into the cave, I heard it grumbling and snorting, and coming out. I figured I couldn't turn around and get out in time, so I veered to the right and hid in one of the side passages. Yep. It went right by. Da -dun, when did you come out then? Dun, dun, dun. After it had gone back in. Da -dun, dun. Where do you think that dragon came from? From someone here. Da -dun, I know its eyes are familiar, but what you mean is that it's a part of someone here? Yep, I'm afraid so. You're a lovely partner. Da -dun, dun, who is it? Dun, dun.
Thrown the worst fear. 
Watt from Pedro Show. Um, that was Zen Gorilla doing Change Gonna Come. Before that, Blowing Down Blue Sky Splinter Group, G. Stinson. Thanks, Dave Crouch, for sending that to me. Uh, GE plays a lot with Nels Klein, and Nels was on the track before that. Master Ward, Bobby Dylan song, along with Carla Basilich, Scott Amendola band. Uh, Scott is the drummer for Nels Klein Singers, uh, too. And we started with part 23 of the Fourth Tower of Inverness. Um, what have we got here? Oh. So Marsha Ball, Watt from Pedro Show. One, two, three, four.
When I handed in my report to the district supervisor, he read it through with a narrow smile. They've distracted you with a war film and given false information as usual. You're inexperienced, of course. Totally green troops in the area. However, your unauthorized action will enable us to cut some corners. Come along now and we will get the real facts. The police patrol pounded into the home office of Lazarus and Company. And now, Mr. Winkhorst, and you gentlemen of the board, let's have the real story in quickly. Or would you rather talk to the partisans? You dumb hicks. The information in quickly. We have no time to waste with such as you. The DS stood there translucent silver, sending a solid blast of inflexible authority. All right, we'll talk. The psychotron processes image. It's the microfilm principle. Smaller and smaller, more and more images in less space. Pounded down on a psychotronic crystal image meal. We can take the whole fucking planet out that way up our ass in a finger stall. Image of both of us, good as he used to be. A stall, you dig? Just old showman packing our ermines, you might say. Enough of that show. Continue, please, with your statement. Sure, sure, but you see now why we had to laugh till we pissed washing those dumb hicks playing around with photomontage. Like charging a regiment of tanks with a defective slingshot. For the last time out of me, continue with your statement. Sure, sure, but you see now why we had such look out on those dumb roos playing around with splintered carnival, charging a regiment of tanks with a defective sanitarium 1917, never could keep his gas. Just an old trooper's all. He goes into a song and dance routine, dancing off stage, an 1890 cop picks him up in the wings and brings back a ventriloquist dummy. This gentleman is a death dwarf, as you can see, manipulated by remote control. Compliments of Mr. and Mrs. D. Give me a shot, says a dwarf, and I'll tell you something interesting. Hydraulic metal hands proffer a tray of phosphorescent meal, yellow-brown in color like pulverized amber. The dwarf takes out a hypo from a silver case and shoots a pinch of the meal in the main line. Images. Millions of images. That's what I eat. Cyclotron shit. Ever try kicking that habit with apomorphine? Now I got all the images, sex acts, and torture ever took place anywhere. And I can just blast it out and control you gooks right down to the molecule. I got orgasms. I got screams. I got all the images any hit poet ever shit out. My power's coming. My power's coming. My power's coming. He goes into a faith healer routine, rolling his eyes and frothing at the mouth. And I got millions... Millions and millions, millions of images of me.
me me he nods out he snaps back into focus screaming and spitting at uranium willy you hick you rat called the fuzz on me all right i'm finished but you're still a lousy fucking fink just your remarks to me said the ds all right you hick sheriffs I'll cook you all down to decorticated canine preparations. You'll never get the apomorphine formula in time. Never, never, never. Caustic, white-hot saliva drips from his teeth. The smell of phosphorus fills the room. Human dogs. <laughs> Don't mind if I take another shot, do you? Of course not. After giving information, you will be disintoxicated. Disintoxicated, he said. My God, look at me. Good, sir. To the purpose. Shit. Uranian shit. That's what my human dogs eat, and I like to rub their nose in it. Beauty, poetry, space. What good is all that to me if I don't get the image fix I'm in the ovens? You understand? All the pain and hate images come loose. You understand that, you dumb hick? I'm finished, but your eyes still pop out. Naked candy of adolescent image, Panama. Who look out different? Cook you all down to decorticated mandrakes. Don't you think, Mr. D., it is in your interest to facilitate our work with the apomorphine formula? It wouldn't touch me, not with a habit I got. How do you know? Have you tried? Of course not. If I allowed anyone to develop the formula, he would be out, you understand? And it only takes one out to kick over my hypo tray. After all, you don't have much choice, Mr. D. Again, the image snapped back, fading now and flickering like an old film. I still have the boardroom reports. I can split the planet wide open tomorrow. And you, you little rat, you'll end up on ice in the ovens. Baked Alaska, we call it. Nothing like a baked Alaska fix to hold me vegetable. Always plenty wise guys waiting on the baked Alaska. The dwarf's eyes sputtered blue sparks, a reek of burning flesh billowed through the room. I still mushroom planet wide open for jolly. Any hick poet shit out pleasures. I'm closer and see my pictures. Show you something interesting. Come closer and watch them flop around in soiled linen. The garden boys, both of us, good as we used to be. Sweet pictures start coming in the hanged man, knees up to the chin. You know, beauty bear is still as good. Cock stand up spurting whitewash. Ever try his crotch when the egg cracks? Now I got all the images in backward time. Rusty black pants, delicate gooks in the locker room rubbing each other. I got screams. I watched. Burning heavens, idiot. Don't mind if I take another shot. Jimmy Sheffield's are still as good as he used to be. Flash the room in pink carnival. A young agent turned at the side, vomiting. Police work is not pleasant on any level, said the DS. He turned to Winkhorst. 
This special breed spitting notice on your dirty pharmaceuticals. Level. Well, some of my information was advantage. It is done with a cyclotron, but like this. Say I want to heat up the Mescun formula. What I do is put the blazing photo from Hiroshima and Nagasaki under my cyclotron and shade the heat meal in with the Mescun. Indetectable. It's all so simple and magnificent, really. Beauty bear and all that. Or say I want the drenched glands on the boys. What I do is put the image from his cock under the cyclotron, spurting whitewash into the white hot skies of Minraud. Death Dwarf opens one eye. Hey, copper, come here. Got something else to tell you. Might as well, rat. Everyone does it here, the man says. You know about niggers? Why darkies were born? Travel flesh, we call it. Transport's better. Tell you something else. Not up. Uh, and the apomorphine formula, Mr. Winkhorst? Apomorphine is no word and no image. It is, of course, misleading to speak of a silence virus or an apomorphine virus, since apomorphine is antivirus. The uh, apomorphine preparations must be raised in a culture containing sublethal quantities of pain and pleasure, cyclotron concentrates. Subvirus stimulates antivirus special group. When immunity has been established in the surviving preparations, and many will not survive, we have the formula necessary to defeat the various powers. It is simply a question of putting through an inoculation program in the very limited time that remains. Word begets image, and image is virus. Our facilities are at your disposal, gentlemen, and I am at your disposal. Technical sergeant, I can work for anybody. These officers don't even know what button to push. He glares at the dwarf who is on the nod, hands turning to vines. I'm not taking any rap for a decorticated turnip. And just let me tell you how much all the kids in the office and the laboratory hate you stinking heavy metal-ass cunt-sucking bored bastards. Whisper to me. 
Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Watt from Pedro Show. Oops, snuck up on you there, Brother Matt. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, that was a trippy little tune. Uh, Rip Rig and Panic. With, uh, it's called 1619, a Dutch vessel docked in the USA with 20 humans for sale. But then you could tell that <laughs> by the lyrics, right? Before that live dose on my uh, birthday a couple months ago, Billy Holiday song, Willow Weep for Me, uh, live at D. Piazza, recorded by Charlie Peck. Uh, Inflexibility of Authority, William S. Burroughs, Uncle Bill, reading you a bedtime story. Before that, another Charlie Peck recording at D. Piazza from uh, Valentine's Day a couple weeks ago. Banyan doing e-ticket ride. Obviously, Charlie was standing close to the base. <laughs> Didn't mean to bug our tune like that. We started the set off with Lati Da Live, uh, tuned by Marsha Ball. Tense. <clears throat> like when you go camping, right? You conk in tents. Uh... Here's another live thing. It's Savage Republic uh, doing a urinal song. Surfing with the Shaw, Watt from Pedro Show. We're going to do a, a little quick one. Um, in, uh, in homage to friends of ours who are playing across town very shortly. 100 Flowers used to be called the urinals on their first EP. They had a thing called Surfing with the Shaw, and we did that once, and we're going to do it again.
were kids, eight and nine years old, that were sniffing airplane glue to get high on. <laughs> These kids are responsible for turning musicians on a lot of things they never knew about, actually. So I had a fantasy, how it happened. Kid is alone in his room, it's Saturday. Kid is played by George McCready. Well, let's see now. I'm all alone in the room, and it's Saturday. I'll make an airplane. That's what I'll do. I'll make a land cast, a good structural design. I'll get the balls wood here, cut it out, sand it off. Now a little airplane glue. I'll rub it on the rag, and, uh... Here now. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm getting loaded. Is this possible loaded on airplane glue? Maybe it's stuffy, and I'll call my dog over. Filica? Filica, come here, darling, and smell this rag. Smell it, you freaky little doggy. <laughs> Smell the rag, Flicka. Flicka. Flicka! He's up there. I've done it. I'm the Louis Pasteur of junkydom. <laughs> Out of my skull for ten cents. Well, there's much work to be done now. Horses' hooves to melt down. Noses to get ready. Cut to the toy store. Any toy store. Any neighborhood. Kid walks in. Hello, Schindler. Nice the way you got here. <laughs> Give me a nickels worth of pencils, big boy tablet, some juju beans, tailspin Tommy book, and 2,000 tubes of aeroplane glue. I hope you can sleep tonight, Mr. Lee Page. Lady Bruce here. What from Pedro Show? Uh, coming to the end, uh, March first, two thousand three edition. Uh, Lenny Bruce with the airplane glue bit, and before that, Savage Republic doing something with the Shaw urinal song from like twenty years ago. And uh. uh Getting used to the new stuff here, but we did okay despite yeah. the clams. How brother uh, Matt? A little more flavor. A little more flavor. In a way, it's uh, once I learned the thing, it's a little more uh, flexible. I can go back and some of these CDs I get, they don't index the song, so it's like one big song. So this way, once I get a handle on it, actually more power than the old yeah, Delios. Yeah, absolutely. Eventually. So thank you much. Cool, for doing the upgrade it. accidentally. <laughs> what happened with it? You did. You uh, did I a gig. To down to, to Karma Studios down downtown, and uh, they were doing the, the Britney Spears of Asia, and wanted some like fresh input. And they'd heard me uh, a couple of CDs and on me, on your show, I guess. And they just wanted me to come down so they could have me play and just pull stuff off to make uh, man Michael down there is amazing working all yeah. that here. And. Um, I turned since it was like awkward setup, uh, just getting out, getting out of here, and my knee whacked the drawer when it was off and totally oh. knocked it out of line, so it won't, it won't eat, yeah. eat the disc anymore. Yeah. Well, but maybe it's a fortunate accident because this new stuff is good too. Yeah. eBay. Yeah. That's where I got my <laughs> replacement pewter. The eighty-five hundred finally went. Yeah, those wonders. Yeah. People cutting out the middleman. <laughs> Uh, everybody, I think uh, gentle thoughts in this rough, intense environment now. And go crazy in an artistic way. Commit random acts of peace. Yeah, that would be righteous. 
And we'll see you next show. Um, maybe next week, huh? Yeah. Yeah, great. We're going to try to do as many as we can before I leave tour on April 1st. So um, keep your powder dry.